But I know that that's when you love something so much, your country, your countrymen, that you're willing to give it all. Boy, that's a lot. That's a lot. And there are so many who did that for us. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life. With Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty, and happy Memorial Day. Hey, Kimberly, happy Memorial Day. We are coming at you at an amazing, interesting conversation. We are doing this Memorial Day episode, and it really got us thinking because Kimberly had a great uh, point, is that sometimes people get our holidays confused. Yes. And that's pretty sad. And it made me think, you know, sadly, Memorial Day sometimes has more became the beginning of summer. Let's mm-hmm. kick it off. Let's have a barbecue. But when we were talking about today's episode and, and what the, the meaning of it might be for those who've lost someone. Yes, yes, absolutely. And as a veteran myself, you know, people often confuse the holidays, the red, white, and blue holidays. And they think, oh, it's about the soldiers. Well, it is, but it's about those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. In fact, tomorrow is my 10th annual Memorial Day 5K, 10K, and kids one mile walk and run. And I will tell you, this particular event was designed for those that have given the ultimate sacrifice. Mm. And I know it's hard to think about celebrating, but it's about honoring and remembering the sacrifices that they made. And so that's what today's show, we're going to talk about that. And, and just as an entrepreneur, emerging leader, how sacrifice and relationships and all these things play out, how this holiday is a reflection of that, not only for those that have lost their loved ones, but for those of us that are still around surviving. Absolutely. And a little more of the taking the time uh, and awareness and uh, the building relationships and not to decrease the, yes, it's it's an amazing weekend to get together with family and barbecue and do the things that the sacrifice was made for. A lot of those that um, are are still here that have fought for our country are those that have gave their lives in the sacrifice of fighting for our country is so that we have this country where it is an opportunity to do the things, to have the celebrations, to engage in the arguments, to fight about the amendments, ironically, and to really have that opportunity to not be told what it is that you're going to do because of your last name or skin color or uh, what your father and mother did before you, because there are still countries today where your kind of your adulthood is determined through your family lineage or your last name that is still happening. There's still countries today where it's not, I don't think we're far from where we could be or or need to be, but definitely honoring where we are and those that have um, laid down their life so that we can be here. Yeah. 
you know, that's so huge. I posted this morning a post and it was a video, probably about just a little bit over a minute or so video. But one of the things I loved in that video, it talked about how, and it, and it was biblical and it, not really truly biblical, but it had a reference of a scripture and it talks about how one person lays down their life for their brother, for their brother. And I think those individuals who said, yes to serve in our U.S. armed forces or abroad, depending on where you are, U.S., France, Italy, uh, you know, maybe you're in Asia, maybe you're in some other country. And having made that sacrifice, they said yes. And I know many went to the, the, the fighting lines without a desire to necessarily say, I'm giving my life. But when they said yes, that was an opportunity, meaning that was something that could very well happen, Right sacrifice is one of those things you know when you go forward what are the possibilities and I said opportunity should be possibilities and there are so many who did not survive who did not come back to their families and just thinking about it it just really makes my heart sad but I know that that's when you love something so much your country your countrymen that you're willing to give it all boy that's a lot. That's a lot. And there are so many who did that for us, for me, for you, Misty, and for all of those that are listening here. And so to, we, we honor you. We honor them. We honor their families. The organization that I, I raise money for, for the race that I organize is called TAPS, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. And what they do is they raise funds for the people that are left behind honorable organization based out of Washington, D.C., and they give programs and education and resources to make sure that those families that lost their loved ones, that they have something to keep them moving forward. When, and when we're talking about that is um, sometimes they were the, the main breadwinners or the main, like the, the principal and rental of the um, the father or the mother of the family that everything else revolved around and when you unplug that from the rest of the family that that um disrupts and so having organizations that'll help uh the family that is left behind and, and still here and in grieving and having that is pretty huge and even those um huge thing i have a one of my friends his one of his mains causes suicide awareness and especially when it comes to our veterans and having that is that some people may have have not have survived the the sacrifice of dying but parts of themselves are never again what they were and taking this day to also honor the ones that have come back and not been able to survive yeah that have, have, given, have taken their lives because of of what they've seen while sacrificing for our country post stress traumatic disorder is a big thing you know, I remember as a kid growing up, my dad was in Vietnam uh, War, and he used to tell me stories, stories that, you know, sound like movies, sound like something that weren't real. And I remember thinking, and my dad, he was a character. <laughs> and I laugh because I think about the character that he was. And I remember once him telling me that he was at a air, like an air station, and the blade at, literally came off of the helicopter and it just whipped and took lives away right in front of his eyes 
and the devastation that happened and what happened to him physically, mentally, emotionally. So like you said, there are many who may not have died in service, but that experiences that they encountered caused death at a later time. So I love that you brought that up and we honor them here today as well. Especially as it, it coincides with mental health month and, and being able to connect those and even mental health for those that have, I know some of the children and um, if they're here and their their parent, one of their parents or both, sometimes both their parents are in a, at war, the post-traumatic stress syndrome for them every night to always be in worry if their mom or dad or their loved one or if you're a parent, if your son or daughter is, is coming home. So um, there is ripple effects for the families that have those that have stepped up to the calling of protecting our country and any of the, was it five branches now or six branches? I don't know if we're falling into space, but I know the being able to serve that. Um, I have a, a one of my staff, oh, you know her, um, Sharice, shout out to Sharice, is um, her son was in the military and he got out for a couple of years and he just reinstated because he um, wanted a bigger calling. And within um, the week after he graduated boots camp, which boot camp, which is probably this week or next, he's going overseas um, into a, a, a battle and, and just talking with her and having that, like she, he was out and then decided to step back in. And within like two weeks went from not being part of it to being part of it. And then going overseas to fight in battle was like a, a quick turn of events for her and just, you know, talking to her about what that means. And she was worried about taking time off to get out, to go, to go see him. And like, that's the least of your concerns. Like how much, that's your baby. Like, not only do you want to celebrate at the boot camp, but you know, like just spend that time. And so when we were talking today about, well, Memorial day and the ultimate sacrifice and what, what that means is, um, a lot of entrepreneurs, unfortunately, sacrifice more than they need to. Also, um, with some of the things that they do, sacrifice their their time and their money and their relationships and the things just kind of getting set on making the things work and doing the things that they think and not doing some of the things that would help, like asking for help or um, having conversations of disappointment or you know doing some of those things because you are trying to set in this like, well, I don't want to let people down or I don't want people to think that I'm not grateful to what it is that what I do. And you're just keeping it all inside and striving, but there's something not in that stride when you're not all together um, filling your best you and connected to what it is that you're doing. Yeah. You know, I think as entrepreneurs, and it depends on what school you come from. I think there's different camps or different schools, if you will. But a lot of us, especially myself, you know, I'm going to use from a veteran background, military, martial arts, all these things that kept me quite disciplined. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. And as a result of that, soldiers, we go hard. We go hard. We get what we do. We need to do what we need. And it's not necessarily means I call Sally Sue to help me. I just go in hard until I get it done. But as you said, sacrifice what are we sacrificing? You know, they always say, if you want to know a person's priority, look at their calendar. Hmm. If my calendar says that, yes, I'm committed to my family, <laughs> then I'm probably committed. But if my calendar shows no family and in anything that I'm doing, it says that hmm, maybe that's really not my, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> my important area. And when we think about that, our family is everything. And we as entrepreneurs, 
executives looking at what are we sacrificing to build our business, our brand and our bottom line. And I think the other B I want to say is just trying to find, I'm going to use the word balance, even though I'm not a huge fan. I know that's off because sometimes you give a little bit more and a little bit less, but recognizing where do you come to that, that even line or that place where there's peace and solitude in knowing that you've done what you need to do to get the work done. You've created the systems, the solutions that you need to do without sacrificing your family, your friends, the relationships. And yeah, you're going to do it at times, but not every time, not all the time, not time after time. You know, I have lots of friends who come back and, and their kids say, you know what? My parents were never there. I don't want my son to say that. And I think there will be seasons when he has, may say that, but not all the time. And I think it's important as entrepreneurs that we step down and we take a moment aside to talk with our family. If there is a season when you know you have to go hard, you sit and you talk with your family, you set some parameters and say, hey, this is right now, I've got a next three week push or a six week push. Here's what I'm working towards and ask for their permission. Yes, I know you don't have to, but guess what would happen if you did? They felt like they were valued and they bought in. There's nothing like getting that buy-in from your family saying, okay, mom, dad is working hard for this season of time. And maybe it's for a reward at the back end. And you always draw them in and throw a reward out there for them so that they feel like they're a part of the process. That's always worked for me. And I know so many others who put systems like that in place find themselves successful and not successfully burned out. And I'll, I love how you say that there's a, a couple of women that, um, that I know um, that do that. If they have a big push coming up, they'll, they'll sit down with their family and let them know, like, I know I normally don't work Saturdays, but for the next six Saturdays, I'm going to have to go in and take care of some of the things, but that's going to bring us to a new financial level. How do we want to celebrate? And then they, you know, like, we're Disneyland or oh, we want to take that vacation we weren't able to take last year. Great. And in sacrifice of these Saturdays, I, I'm not going to be able to do, you know, A, B, and C, take you everywhere or clean the house. And so it's, it's also having them step in. There's nothing worse than being an entrepreneur who is also head of household and you work all day and you're sacrificing and you come home and your house is in disarray and you're tired and you have kids grown or not grown, but they could pick some stuff up. They could do some dishes and then like, Oh, I forgot. Or I didn't see it. And just having that, like uh, everything. And I think that's when that starts to weigh on you. Right. Is that the, the women um, and men do it too. Sometimes is, Oh, if I'm sitting at home, I'm thinking, what am I not doing at work? If I'm at work, I'm thinking, what am I missing at home? And you're really truly never in that moment because your brain always has you in regret or fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we definitely, even though we know sacrifice is necessary, we know that we're going to have to make those things, but we have to do it with terms, you know, with a fine plan. And I think that's something we want to challenge you to look at as you really think about the sacrifice of our soldiers giving the ultimate sacrifice, but even you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, what does your sacrifices look like? How do you create a plan around it? so that you're successful in the end and no one loses, that it becomes a win-win. And I know sacrifice typically has a negative connotation, but it really is a win-win if you look at it that way. And we want you to draw up a little plan to help you do just that. 
You know, and when when it comes to sacrifice, instead of a, in, in in these terms, right, it's not looking at it as I'm forced to give up something that I love. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice could easily be: Are you willing to trade a couple hours of sleep for a couple hours of work so that you're off earlier and eat dinner and play a board game with the family? Mm-hmm. So instead of getting up at six a.m., you're up at four a.m. because those two extra hours will put you home at an hour where you're eating dinner and talking kids in. Yep. So you might get a little less sleep, but you've now met everything around it. Not that sleep's not important. Right. But even that thing is maybe um, sacrificing. Um, and this is the stuff we tell ourselves. Oh, I, I need TV for downtime. Or, oh, I like social media. Yeah, 10 minutes can lead to two hours. And in those two hours, you, you've already sacrificed time that you could be building something. And I always laugh because I was like, oh, have you seen this series? And I heard a guy say it once and I was cracking up. And I'm like, I'm going to use that. He says, Netflix isn't going anywhere. And in 10 years, when I'm ready to catch up on all the series, he's like, I'll be the guy reminding you. Did you remember this episode? He's like, because right now I have time. I have to work. Right. Like, I don't have time to Netflix. He's all, but I'm telling you in 10 years, when I cut back, I will be Netflixing like nobody's business, but it'll be on a beach and it'll be with no financial worry whatsoever. So I always laugh. I'm like, I'll catch up. I'll call you. Let me know when you start those series that people watched 20 years ago. And I'm like, did you see that last night? But I was like, now Netflix doesn't mean I have to stop and watch. Netflix tells me it's going to be there when I'm ready. I'm going to still prioritize. So I like taking the word out of sacrifice and putting in the word prioritize. What are you prioritizing? Because that word sounds um, more palatable. And there's just something about it when you're like, I prioritize my health. I prioritize my family. I prioritize my business. Um, sounds way more than like the martyr of I sacrificed all this just so we could have something of this. And here's the crazy part. Um, we've, I've done studies and I've read studies and I've talked to people who are nurses and, and, and people in hospice and no one on their dying bed says, I regret not buying um, that bigger house. I regret I didn't get the Porsche when I could have. They said it's always the regrets are time with people or things they wanted to do and didn't. Mm. Time with people or things they wanted to do but never did. That's good. Are the two biggest things that that come up when you're when you're at your end. And so those are the things to look at is what are you really sacrificing for? Sure. And and checking in with that because if if we get lost in in comparing ourselves to the Joneses. And, oh, they've got this. i got to go out and get that. Like, sometimes it's not about the bigger, the better, or the faster. It really just is about the time. Mm-hmm. The time That's and good. what you're doing it with the people that you love. That's good. That's so good. You know, that just brings me to giving them a few things to, to walk away with today, from today's show. You know, our action items. And thinking about the one thing I'll say, which is key, is be in your moments. Be the moment. Experience it. Sit in it. Enjoy it. You know, and that's one of the things that we have to think about. We're so busy doing life. You know, I, mm. I remember a quote saying, people are so busy making a living that they don't live their life or something of that nature. It's something right in that frame. Basically saying they're too busy making money that they're not living. They're not enjoying the, the living that they've created. And so I want to encourage you guys today to be in your moments. And we've got three things to think about. Number one, Misty, what is it? I know it sounds counterintuitive, and especially coming from us, because we're always so high energetic and like, woo, but it really is feel the loss. You know, some sometimes things happen in our businesses and it sucks. 
And it just takes a few minutes to kind of sit in and think about why did it go wrong? Why did it suck? Um, could I have done something better? Did I miss a step? And not in a, oh, I'm a victim, but in a victor sort of way so that you're really looking at, I want to fill and connect to it so it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are so disconnected from the negative emotions that we're too disconnected because we keep making the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there is also a belief out there that if you keep creating and making the same mistakes because you haven't got the lesson from it. Absolutely. Exactly. I love it. You know, one thing I like to think of, or as I think of feel the loss, I think of the the quote, and I'm sure you've heard it, embrace the suck, right? <laughs> embrace the suck. It's gonna, it's, it's there, it's a part of the process. You know, one of my athletes that I coach, she went out this weekend for a hundred mile race, her very first one. And I'm staying in touch with her, communicating with her all throughout the weekend. 41, she was doing good. 43, she was ready to call it done. She's like, this is horrible. Why did I think this was great? This is ridiculous. 50, she was like, all right, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And this morning, I received a text that um, she called it quits at 75. She says, I can no longer lift my legs. I can no longer... (laughs) I can no longer feel my feet, but she, she kept herself going. She embraced the suck as long as she could. And so when talks about and feel the loss and recognize that there's pain in the process, but you can keep going pain in the process, which is number two, learn the lesson. You know, if, as Missy said, if you keep going through that same cycle over and over again, it's because you missed the lesson. You weren't paying attention. And I love it. We don't lose, we learn, but we only learn when we listen, when we observe. If we keep thinking we're above all things and we don't give ourselves an opportunity to really absorb and take in the lesson, we'll miss it. You absolutely nailed it. um, The lesson doesn't come from the experience. The lesson comes from the reflection of the experience. So it's taking that time to reflect in it Maybe it's feeling the suck. Maybe it's thinking about it. But just because you go through something and experience it doesn't mean you gain anything. That's it. You know, in fact, I also believe, Misty, this uh, success is in the steps. It's not at the finish line, right? It wasn't at my athlete's finish line. It was in the process that she's learning, that she's looking, that she's observing and saying, okay, what did I do? And that's why we can't always feel like if we didn't win quote unquote the race or whatever that thing is that we missed out no 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 my friends there's so much to be learned in the process the steps success is in the steps i love that so we have feel the loss learn the lesson and what's our third thing celebrate the win (laughs) our favorite thing (laughs) and i'm going to go back again to my athlete she did 75 miles the goal was 100 But guess what? She did 25 more than she have ever done before. So there is a win to be celebrated. And I told her this morning, I am so excited and so proud of you because you went 25 miles, not not out days. She number one was in third place. Number two, she did it faster than she had done some of the other stuff before. So there is a win to be celebrated. Again, it's not always about the finish line that determines the win. We have so many things in our lives, small, 
big, minuscule that we can celebrate, but we have to learn how to just take note to pay attention and celebrate. Really? And I'm just letting it sink in and not, and I could see your athlete, what a great comparison is like, yeah, it can be, I wanted a hundred and then to take the moment and be just sit in the moment, like 75 is almost three back to back to back marathons. And that says something that I was really pushed myself and, and honoring that because we'll downplay so fast. As soon as we do something, our brain just downplays it. We're, we're trying to be humble. Well, yeah. how you could be humble and still be in awe of you did something or you, you got that new, new contract. You rewrote the book that we yeah. set out to do, or we have the, um, just in awe of the accountability group that we have running right now. And, and just taking those moments to be like, wow, it's, it goes back to when, when we get so excited is we had an idea and then we watched a fruition. And I think that that, like you said, in those steps too, is just taking that time to honor that you did something, that something was accomplished. And then you take the lesson and then you learn any feeling loss of the day. And then you can move on, but not just move on for move on sake, but intentionally moving on to do and be better. That's right. That's right. And celebrating the win means, you know, reflecting on it, taking notes so that I call it a debrief. Debrief. You want to debrief yourself with yourself, (laughs) making notes because, you know, the opportunity may present itself again, maybe in a different light, a different way. But if you've taken that time to celebrate and honor, success is pending. It's loading. You know, you see that loading chart, success is loading. (laughs) There's more in the future to come. So super excited today to be here with you all. And I know it's a Memorial Day and maybe not the most exciting topic, but we, of course, had to come to you today and talk about something so important, that ultimate sacrifice. And we are so grateful for those that gave. And we're excited that we can give too today. And so like we say every single week, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.